This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. Psalm number 95 and stanza 6 in the King James Version. It reads, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. I came into the building already on 10. I've been crying ever since I got here. I've been in tears, bawling ever since I got here. So I already knew what Betsy was talking about when she said that she was overwhelmed. Today is the celebration of our Lord and Savior. It is about worshiping the King. According to Hebrews chapter two, chapter 12, the A portion of verse 2 in the voice translation, it, it gives us a little bit of a preface. It says, we may feel alone, but we aren't. But we are surrounded by an army of witnesses. They have run the race of faith and finished well. It is now our turn. Here's what the verse says. Now stay focused on Jesus who designed and perfected our faith. Man, this is what Christmas service is about. Christmas is about Jesus. So I want to remind you to stay focused on Jesus. What, what really thrilled my heart and overwhelmed me today is that so many people came out at 8 a.m. in the morning with their pajamas on, putting first things first, putting worshiping the king first. The idiom of first thing first means that that's something that uh, is supposed to be done first because it's the most important thing. It is the priority. So I was, I was thinking about that clip from Charlie Brown, where Charlie Brown, he had become almost depressed a little bit. He was trying to find the right Christmas tree. They had a Christmas play. They had the Christmas songs. And he still was a little bit discouraged because he could not really get a revelation on what Christmas was about. Here's the deal. You can do shopping. You can buy a thousand gifts. You can spend all of your money and be in debt for the whole part of the next year. But you will not find any fulfillment without worshiping the king. Do you have my clip ready, TJ? Let's roll my clip. Even the dog laughing. I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Please. And there were in the same country shepherds. 
Abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Then he went right back to sucking his thumb. Don't let that thumb suck and fool you. He preached the word. You can close it down right there, TJ. The thing of it is, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 in the Amplified Version says, looking away from all that will distract to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith, and is also its finisher, bringing it to maturity and perfection. When I look at our nativity scene, which is one of the elements that all of us look at because this is what we base our faith upon, this coloring book theology. When I look at the nativity scene, the main part of the nativity scene is the smallest part in there. The part that we're supposed to worship, you will almost bypass the baby the object of our affection, the one that we're supposed to come before to kneel down and to bow down to. We've got to be careful that we're not distracted by all of the presents and the gifts and the cooking and the this and the that and the other, that we forget what Christmas is really all about. Now, yes, we're supposed to have our family and, and have a good time and things of that nature, but don't let us look like this at the end of the day, that everything else is bigger than our Savior. Our priority is to worship. Are you getting a revelation? Hebrews chapter 12, again in verse Two, in the voice translation, we may feel alone, but we aren't. We're surrounded by an army of witnesses. They have run the race of faith and finished well. Now it is our turn. It's not over for us. We still have an opportunity to focus on Jesus. First things first. I'm reminded of the scripture that we began reading when we began to learn about the wise men in Matthew chapter 2. It says, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea and the king in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem saying, where is he? That should be our mindset today. Where is he? Where is he amongst everything else that we've got going on? Where 
is he. He should be the object of our affection. He should be the object of our attention. We should be like the wise men. Wise men still worship. That's the reason for the season. Jesus Jesus should be the object of our affection. We've got to look away from the distractions, and we've got to come and adore him. When the worship team was singing today, I was ta- I could have just stayed right there and worshiped the whole time. I came to worship. I could not wait to get here to worship. I couldn't wait to get here. Pajamas and all, even my dog got on pajamas because we came to worship. Now, yes, I bought gifts. I got food cooking. I've got cakes cooling. I've got all of that. But I want to encourage you as well to think, where is he? Where is he? They came into town, and uh, the original writing says they asked over and over and over. So as these magi, these wise men came in town, they were anxious. Where is he? Where is he? Where is the king? Where is the king? They were asking over and over and over. They wanted to find him because they came for two years to worship him. This is what I thought about today. They came for two years to worship, but they didn't stay two years worshiping. Some of you may have driven for 45 minutes or an hour, even though we're not going to stay for two hours. You may have driven for a long while just to worship a little while, but he is worthy of that worship. He's worthy of every ounce of worship that you give him today. So I want to encourage you today, don't hold back on your worship today. Don't hold back today. And today, today, I want you to reflect as you're with your family, as you're with your friends, as you're opening presents and as you're exchanging presents and things like that. We always ask people, Vance asked my mother the other day, a couple of weeks ago, or my my mother asked him, she said, Vance, what do you want for... Christmas. He said, Granny, I want you. We ought to be asking Jesus, Jesus, what do you want for Christmas? Jesus wants you. He wants your heart. He wants your commitment. He wants your loyalty. He wants your faith. He wants your diligence. He wants your mind. Come up in here. Jesus, what do you want for Christmas? While we're worrying about what everybody else wants for Christmas, what does Jesus want for Christmas? Can we give him our worship today? And on today, I want to challenge you as I'm challenging myself and as I'm challenging my family. Share the story, the story of glory today. Not just breeze past it. Okay, we made, we made the worship service a priority at 8 a.m., but don't just end it today. Don't, don't let this be the end of it. String that through everything that you do today. Tell the story of glory. 
Make sure the kids understand it. Make sure you understand it. Make sure everybody understands that Jesus really is the reason for the season. I felt sorry for Charlie Brown. He was depressed in that. If you ever watched that that cartoon, he even went to a therapist. He went to Lucy. He made an appointment with Lucy to get him some help, you understand. Because he was looking out there to try to find some help for the depression in the season, but the help didn't come from out there. The help came from within. It came from the Savior. Jesus really is the reason for the season. And and here's a real revelation, and somebody really needs to hear this today. You got to stay in worship until the depression goes away. If you get out of worship and you still feel blue, you didn't worship long enough. If you come out of worship and you feel still you still feel sad, you didn't worship long enough. Because in worship, listen to me. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's immutable. There's no shadow of changing or turning in him. So your worship really doesn't change him. Your worship changes you. So you stay in worship till you change. You begin to begin. start with your ABCs and tell him how you adore him and he's beautiful and, and he's courageous and he's caring and he's delightful. Go all the way through your ABCs and start all over again. Come on, you got to you make yourself praise him. Think about your blessings and count your blessings and and name them one by one. Come on, count your many blessings and think of everything that the Lord has done. And then stop and think about this, this indescribable gift that God gave to you. Because Jesus really is the rap gift. Let me read this scripture and then I'm going to let you go because I promised I was going to let you out on time today. It it thrilled me when I read it the other day. Have you ever read a scripture like you ain't never read it before? Woo, the thing thrilled me. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 15 in the New King James Version it says, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Jesus is that indescribable gift. The voice says, praise God for this incredible, unbelievable, indescribable gift. Jesus is this incredible, unbelievable, indescribable gift. The New Living Translation says, thank God for this gift. Too wonderful for words. Jesus is the gift. Too wonderful for words. The Good News Translation says, let us thank God for this priceless gift. Jesus is this priceless gift. The Amplified Bible says, now thanks be to God for his indescribable gift, which is precious beyond words. Jesus is this indescribable gift, which is precious beyond words. The Passion Translation says, praise God for his astonishing gift, which is too great for words. Jesus is this astonishing gift, which is far too great for words. Listen to me. Jesus is a priceless gift. 
Jesus is a gift from God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Christmas is about Jesus. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Jesus is that wrapped gift. Every head by... I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church, we're a family.